BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Let's get ready to rumble! Senior Nation jam-packed show today. Peloton of 5%. What's up, Discipline Investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Rasnick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Nia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingley is the CEO of Aperna. The best trade idea resource out there. Yo, what is up, everybody? Happy Monday, 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 Monday. We are back at it, ready to rock and roll. We're having a high-energy Monday. Normally, I'm a little slower on Mondays, but today I am kicking. I'm alive and well. I hope you are, too. Uh, Give you a little preview as to what is to come today. So this is the Power Hour, which means that this is the Trade Idea Resource, guys. What we're going for is we want there to be no better place to find trade ideas than on this show that, that's why we spend these 60 minutes together and put the stocks you're trading in the chat, like the stream, share the stream, whatever it is. We're trying to get the ideas going. We're, we're trying to get the brainwaves going. Uh, I'm going to be buying two stocks today live on the show, right? Two stock purchases making on the show. Uh, and, and then I've got two others that we're going to talk about. Uh, we're we're, we're going to do, do a little bit of a deep dive on some of the crypto stocks, not the cryptocurrencies, the crypto stocks. They're getting hammered today. Uh, let's see if there's any buying opportunities or not. We're going to do a chat challenge where Zinger Nation is going head to head competing for some prizes, maybe even a Benzinga Pro. We'll see. Um, but the way that I want to start it off today uh, is with some user calls. Can we get that phone number up there, producer Rohan? He's giving me the nod. All right. If you're new to the show and you don't know what this is, uh, we're, we're going to take two calls today, all right? We're, we're, we're doing two calls. Um, somebody's asked about Ford. I'll add Ford to the list of tickers to talk about today. Um, but, but we're going to take two calls from the community today. Uh, and, and basically what we're, we're going to be doing is you get a floor for five minutes to just pitch whatever stock you want. All right? I, I don't see the phone number up on the screen yet, Producer Rohan. So, so work on bringing that one up, but there's going to be a phone number that appears on your screen. You have two minutes. The floor is yours. I'm not going to bother you. I might bother you. I, I typically ask questions and bother people. Uh, but the floor is yours to go ahead, pitch a stock, whatever stock it is. Ideally, it's a new thing, right? Something that we haven't heard about or, or a pitch we haven't gotten before. But but there it is, guys. And then the, the, the chat, the community is going to rate your pitch after you do it. It's like a friendly rating, like, hey, I would buy this stock. I wouldn't. It's not like, oh, this guy's an idiot. So don't worry if you're nervous, all right? 
So, so phone number is up on the screen. We're hitting two of these calls. I'm going to hit the stocks that I'm buying, and then we're going to do the crypto stocks. Hey, you're on the show. Hello? Hey, it's me calling back. Investor Stallone. What's up, Investor Stallone? Well, you know, uh, Mr. Hot Stocks, Mr. Hot Stock Luke, as you know, me from from the great nation of Italia, we like to take care of ourselves, right? Okay. And, uh, you know, guys like guys, guys like you and I, you know, we, we like to get into the gym, get a nice little pump on. I do a little boxing, coach a little boxing. Um, and everyone in the gym been drinking this new Celsius energy drink. Okay. So the stock is Celsius. It's uh, The ticker is C-E-L-H, I believe. All right, that, that's Charlie Echo Lima Hotel, C-E-L-H. Um, and, and this is a, a Jonah Lupton favorite. He's come on the show and, and talked about this one a couple times. But all right, keep going, Investor Stallone. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Lupton. We, we see him in the gym sometimes, and, man, he can really move the weight around. He throws it around. And, and we like to we like to take care of ourselves, right? So we don't we're not in there drinking the Red Bulls, the – the monsters, we like things that we know what's in it to put into our body, right? So I drink, I drink a Celsius every morning before I go to the gym. I mix in a scoop of pre-workout in there. I put some protein powder in there, and I just shake it all up, and it gets me going. Okay. All right. That, so, so, so that's the move. That's the pitch. Do you know anything about the numbers? I've got the, the company website up here on the screen. So if anybody isn't familiar with the product this company makes, uh, it, it is like, like a healthy or like an alternative uh, energy drink. But do you know the numbers behind it at all? Well, you know, they, they're about a, a $4, billion, $4 billion market cap company, Mr. Hot Stocks. Um, one number that I really like is that they've been increasing their e-commerce sales. So that's sales online and you can buy it, you know, they'll ship it anywhere. We get it shipped out here to Italy, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, you can get it online. And that's, that's something I like to see right now, um, that, that their e-commerce numbers are going up. Yeah. And, and here guys on my screen, in my trusty Benzinga Pro pro.benzinga.com two-week free trial. I have the revenue numbers from Celsius up here on the screen. You you can see, I mean, they've got a lot of quarter over quarter revenue growth here. So so sequ- sequential quarter growth, I mean, let's see. Uh, so, so one, two, it looks like they had one quarter where they slipped, but, but if you take that one out, I mean, this is a lot of quarters in a row with revenue growth. Yep, and that's that's something that I like to see, Mr. Hot Stocks, is seeing a, a company that looks like they're growing uh, consistently. You know, it's not all the growth happening in one quarter; it's quarter over quarter. After you said, as you said, okay, all right. I think it's interesting. Let, let me do my my quick math. Right, I'm I'm a big ratio guy. Uh, I, I I always like like to at least get an idea as to how the stock is priced. So if we take this last quarter, right. They, they, they you, you, we can't use PE here. Somebody in the chat's throwing out mentioning that the stock is at a 473 PE. That's because they basically don't have earnings. So we're gonna use price to sales. So they do 50 million last quarter. That's you know that's a 200 million dollar run rate on sales. Uh, where, where's the market cap of this one? Four four point three billion. That's high. 
So, so if we do 4.3 billion, I'll, I'll, 200 million of sales. So that's 22 times sales. Let's see the SP 500 average. Price sales ratio. I'm just doing a quick Google search for this one. All right, average on the S&P 500 is three times price to sales. So this stock's at 22. So if we wanted it to be expensive, but not crazy, then we would want to get that to 10, right? We'd want a 10 price to sales, which means that that quarterly number of 50, they're taking to 100. If we want it to be expensive, but like, okay, for a growth stock, let's say we want it to be to six. So that means that they've got to get that 50 million of, of quarterly revenue up to 150 million. I mean, it's, I see the growth for sure. It's definitely an expensive stock though. Yeah. All you right. know, Mr. Hot Stocks with some of these, some of these growth companies, you just got to throw PE out the window, but it, you know, it, it's good to keep in mind sometimes. So it is trading a little expensive right now, but we, we'll pay a, a premium for good stocks like this, I think. All right, so there you have it, guys. First user call again. First air horns. Let's go. This is the power hour, the trade idea show. That's what we're doing here. We're, we're taking two user calls today. Can we get the phone number back up on the screen, producer Rohan? But we will have time for for one more user call before I get into the stocks that I want to talk about. Uh, while he's putting that phone number up there, I'm going to throw this question out to the chat, guys. If you like Celsius, the first member of Zinger Nation to pitch a stock today. Throw the one in the chat. If not, throw the two. Somebody's even front-running me and putting the two in before I ask the question again. One, if you like the stock. Two, if you don't. Again, this is all about the community. It's about the group. We, we want to get the ideas flowing. Before I ask the question again. One, if you like the stock. Two, hey, if you don't. You're on the power hour. Uh, if you can mute your YouTube, that would be great. You got to turn sure. your radio down when you're in the car. What's up, man? Hi, sir. Uh, this is my first time calling, and I would like to know more about CCIV. The loose. All right, CCIV. We haven't talked about this one in a while, guys. This is the SPAC that's acquiring Lucid Motors. Um, let's pull up the Lucid Motors website real quick. It, it, it's basically the luxury electric vehicle company. They're, they're very sexy cars. They bought the first commercial slot when Elon Musk was on SNL Classic. Um, but all right, get, give me your take on, on Lucid Motors. You like it or you don't? I like it. I like it. The CEO. I like it. The car. I went to the showroom. You know, uh, it, they already have like nine thousand plus. You know, cars. And, you know, future looks great for me, you know. How was the showroom? And in what city was the showroom in? Uh, I went over there in San Francisco. And was it amazing? I would imagine it's They already amazing. have six. Yeah, it was amazing, you know. They, they have a car over there, you know, a lot of people over there. They're, they're a big line, like there are 50 people in the line to see the showroom and the car. Okay. All right. So, so that's I interesting. Went, so that's I went ago like a month, month ago. Okay. So, so, so you like the, the company. Do you like the stock as well? Yeah. You know, I already made some profit, you know, when I, when I, when it was $10, I bought like thousand stocks. I sold like on 50. 
50, but I re-enter again and 30, 25, now 20s, you know. So just want to know what do you think about this company and stock? So so do, do you know when they're supposed to start making revenue? Is it 21 or 22? Uh, 21, uh, third quarter, I guess. So that's pretty quick. Uh, for, for, for me personally, these, yeah. these pre-revenue ones, I don't know. Maybe on the sidelines, I would imagine that that when whenever they start moving their first vehicles, right, they start getting those first initial sales, and there's going to be a ton of pent up demand. You're going to get a pop in the stock price, right? Because they're going to be able to say everything that we have is just being taken. There's a six month wait list, yada yada. I, I think the the question is, are they going to be able to maintain that three years down the road? You know, nobody has has really any idea right now. Um, and and David in the chat saying 500 cars in 2021. So I actually do sort of like it into that, uh, you know, them them first being able to make sales, get cars on the road, et cetera. I think it'll drive some energy back into the name. I'm hanging out on the sidelines. I, I typically don't get into these pre-revenue stocks, but but I like that it's coming up pretty darn quick. So, all right, I'm going to throw this one out. Does, does it say, say that again? Yeah, I... Yeah, that's that's right. They are coming very quick, you know. All right. Well, well, thank you for calling in. Uh, I appreciate it. Another idea from thank the you community. so much for taking my call. Absolutely. I'm going to ask you guys this one. Everybody out there watching, CCIV second stock pitched by a member of Zinger Nation. Uh, one, if you like the stock right now, eighteen dollars forty five cents. Two, if you don't. You have to pick. There, there's no sitting out on the sidelines, right? We're all playing the game. Nobody's a bench warmer. You, you don't have to actually buy the stock or sell the stock. You just have to vote. Again, guys, one, if you like CCIV right here, two, if you don't. If I had to pick between the two, I'd probably go for a two since they're going to be able to start generating revenue and getting cars on the road. They're going to get reporting. They're going to get media, et cetera. In Q3, it's not far. That said, I'm not in it. I'm hanging out on the sidelines. Um, and we have a mixed bag. Celsius, nobody liked. The, the first pitch from the community, ticker C-E-L-H, Charlie Echo Lima Hotel. That's like, like, like the, the quickly growing energy uh, drink company, but but very expensive stock. That, that one was less popular. This one, we, we, we've got some more people in there. All right. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, and, and I see somebody in the chat earlier. They asked what stocks are ripping today. Let, let, let me go ahead and, and show you guys something neat that we have in Benzinga Pro. Boom, check this out. This is our scanner, our stock scanner. Right now, I have it set to show me all the stocks that, that, that are the biggest gainers, right? The biggest breakouts to the upside over the past five minutes. You can see the stock NEEV up 5% over the past minutes. You you want to make it uh, from the from Friday, right? You you can see this stock is, is ripping higher up 80%, 50%. You want to see which stocks... Uh, have had the biggest gain over the past hour. They're ripping up over the hour. Boom. Here, here's all the list of stocks that are, that are, that are the biggest movers over the past hour. Uh, oh, in this column over here. You like that? Boom. Pro.Benzinga.com. P-R-O.Benzinga.com. Producer AB, can you drop that in the chat for us? It is the free two-week trial. This is a brand new feature. Uh, it's not going to be available for everybody for, for long. I think there are plans to to move it into a higher price package, but as of right now, you can go check it out, see the stocks that are breaking out, making moves, etc. So, all right, 
that's the move there, guys. If you are just joining us, preview of what is to come. Uh, I have two stocks that I like today I'm going to get into. I've got two others that I'm going to talk about. Uh, We are going to do our chat challenge. That's where the community Zinger Nation is going head to head to head to head, competing against each other to figure out who is the best stock picker, competing for some prizes, for some bragging rights, et cetera, Uh, competing for Spencer Israel's cell phone number. That's a prize too this week. Um, So so we'll be doing that. Uh, And then at 1230, we're bringing on our our Doge expert. We're going to be talking Doge and altcoins as well. So, all right, jam-packed show today. Let's see if we have air horns. Boom, we do. First one of the day. And all right, I am going to unveil my first stock. First one of the day, one of two, carparts.com, ticker P-R-T-S. This is a company, we've talked to their COO slash CFO, David, on the show a couple times. Uh, most recently after the company reported earnings last week, um, it, it got me digging into the stock deeper. And, and I actually think that this is quite an interesting one. And, and so you guys know, or anybody who's watched the show knows, knows that whenever I'm pitching a stock and I'm going to be buying it, I always need to look for two things. One, I want to look for the story side of things. Two, I need to have some sort of numbers that defend that thesis. On the story side of things, I love the used car market right now. I love everything that has to do with the used car market. Right. If, if, if we're, we're sort of hear, hearing the, these, these thoughts of, of inflation, of people spending a ton of money, cars, used cars, they're, they're going to get bought up. Prices are going to get driven up. Thus, car parts, uh, you know, the cars are going to be on the road longer, et cetera. So I love this market in general. I mean, we talked about this market probably three or four times last week. Um, it, it's a red hot market that's not showing any signs of slowing down. Are we a little bit late to getting to the market? Yes. Are, are we crazily late? No, we're maybe a month or two late in a market that I think is going to be red hot for, for, for 6, 10, 12 months. So, so, so that's why I like it on, on the story side of things, on the number side of things. The stock is so cheap especially for, for, for a quickly growing company. Uh, let, let me show you what the revenue numbers look like in my trusty Benzinga Pro here. Uh, so, so here, we're, what I have highlighted on the right-hand side of the screen, quarterly revenue. Yeah, I mean, that's some serious revenue growth on a year-over-year basis. This most recent quarter, revenue is up 90%. Uh, the company has $35 million of cash. No, they are not profitable yet. That, that is, has something to do with valuation for sure. But they do have $35 million of cash and they're only burning $20 million a year. So, so I don't think that we have a ton of risk for, for any sort of secondary offering or dilution in the, in the imminent future. And, and then here's the big number. Uh, let, let me get an air horn before I drop the big Price to sales on this stock. This is an online retailer. It's an online retailer in a marketplace where only 3% of, of all goods sold are sold online, right? That's right. 3% sold online, trading at 1.6 times price to sales. Okay, pretty darn cheap. 1.6 times price to sales. Uh, for that reason, I like carparts.com. Again, just to recap, I, I like that the sector as a whole, the car part, used car sector, I think is, is it, it is red hot. That's the truth. We have data that shows that. I think it will continue to be hot. Um, and, and then on a valuation perspective, I think it's so dang cheap. Again, 90% year-over-year revenue growth. Stock's only trading at 1.6 times earnings. It's not respected as, as an online retailer. The company is doing work to change how the market thinks of its stock. So so so, so that that's my answer there. 
the risk, I always wanted to talk about the risk too, right? This is a smaller company, you know, $870 million market cap. Uh, a lot of these small cap stocks have fallen out of favor recently. Um, you, you know, I and mean, we, we've seen them getting hammered. We've seen the rotation. So, so, so I think that's one of the biggest risks to owning the stock, but that is fine with me. This is a long-term hold if it needs to be. For those reasons, carparts.com, I'm getting into it. I'm buying it today and, and going to let it rip. Starter position. And so with that, just like we, we voted on, on the members of communities, uh, tell me what you think of the stock. In the chat, type the one if you like the stock. Type a two if you don't. First pitch of the day, first of two. Uh, and then I'm also going to make the ask, hit that like button, hit that share button. I'll show you something. This is YouTube.com. Right here, there's a little thumbs up. You, you can hit like on YouTube. Press that button. I mean, only only 55 likes. We're, we're definitely not doing a second stock pitch if, if we don't get to at least 100. We'll have to save it for tomorrow. Um, but all right, let's see these ones and these twos flow in here now. All right, we, we've got a lot of ones. Let's see. Somebody saying Warren Buffett wants to buy Doge. I don't think that's true. When is Jason coming on? I think it depends on how many likes we get. To be determined. It could be today. But but I know Jason's not coming on with, with, with 60 likes. All right. Um, so 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 there there's my pick. A lot of ones, a lot of buyers in the chat. I like that one. I will take it. Um, let's see if I've got a good sound for this. Um I don't know. Let's see what this LeBron James sound is. We haven't tried this one before. LeBron James. Okay. All right. I like it. A nice little meme sound. All ones, no twos. I'm taking it. Somebody's throwing out ARPO as a stock in the chat to check out. Let's say it's breaking out. Again, this is the trade idea show, guys. We, I'm, I'm not sweating yet. I will be in, in maybe 15 minutes or so uh, trying to bring the ideas. Uh, APRO. Yeah, that's definitely breaking out. So here, here's a one year chart daily candles. Let's zoom it in here. Let me, there we go. That's a lot better. Uh, here, here are the one minute candles high of the day on this one, a dollar 90. Uh, if you're looking to get long, that's the price that you want. You want to look for it for a break above that one ninety level. Um, if anybody else has stocks that they're trading tickers to look at today, drop them in the chat. We want to see them again. This is, this is all about the community. It's about getting the ideas flowing. It's about being out there for Zinger Nation. That's why we do the user calls. Nobody else is doing those. Um, and so there's the deal there. Uh, I've seen a couple of people as well talk about Ford. Let's pull up the chart of Ford. Uh, I'm going to zoom it out. Here, here's the, the, the one-year chart of Ford daily candles, some, some uptrend in the past week. Uh, if we zoom in on this chart here, you see there's a little bit of a gap to fill. Um, so, so we might get that filled. Uh, the other item on Ford on Wednesday, Wednesday of this week, two days from now, Ford is going to be announcing their, their, they're going to be showcasing their electric F-150. So, so that's a catalyst. I think that's a reason for some of the buying in the stock, especially on a day like today, right? We've got a day where SPY is down, the market in general is down, and then Ford's up. There's probably something going on. Whenever that happens, there's probably something going on. That's what I think it is, is, is people buying the stock uh, uh, into anticipation, uh, of that electric F-150. Uh, I've seen some questions in the chat. If I've sold my Ford, I haven't. But you know what I have been doing is every two weeks, I've been selling covered calls against the stock. Uh, so so if you sell covered calls at 50 cents, right? The, the stock is at my price target. 
my, my price target for the year was $12. We bought the $12 leaps on January 4th, right? We bought the $12 2022 options on February 4th for, for, for a little bit of nothing. And now they're worth a couple bucks. So, so $12 was the price target. So I've just been selling covered calls against the position over and over and over and over at 1250, 13, 1350, etc. Because if I have to sell my shares above my target price, great. I'm happy. If I hold on to the shares, which I have been, and I'm knocking, you know, 25, 50 cents off of, of my purchase price every couple of weeks. I will take that all day as well. So, so that's how I've been managing the Ford trade. Um, uh, any, anybody else in Ford, if anybody else ha- has an alternate way that they've been trading Ford or, or been looking at the stock, drop it in there, drop it in the chat. Yeah. Andre's saying he's, he's <clears throat> looking out for that Ford Wednesday F-150 as well. Um, oh, so this is interesting too. Biden uh, is going to be touring Ford on Tuesday. Does that do a ton for the stock? Fundamentally, it does nothing. Um, you know, d- d- does it do something for the stock in in terms of driving some more media coverage on it? Maybe, maybe it's a little bit of a short term catalyst. I don't think it does a ton. But what's going to do more is a lot of chatter or excitement that could happen around the electric F one fifty. That said, I am not in the stock for that. I, I want to make that clear. Um, I'm not in the stock because I'm waiting on that. Uh, but, but, but that's the deal. All right. So, so, so there are some stocks guys. Again, I'm going to recap you list of tickers that we've talked about so far today. We start off with user calls, members of the community coming out there, dialing in, uh, pitching their stocks. We, we, we had C E L H is the first one. Uh, we had C C I V as the second, uh, I just pitched carparts.com coming up ahead of us. Matt Wallace is going to be joining us in just a second here. He is our altcoin or alt cryptocurrency expert. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about some of the crypto stocks. Uh, and then we are also going to be doing a chat challenge where Zinger Nation is going head to head to head to head to head. All right. That's the deal. And as always, like the stream, share the stream, and, and we'll we'll keep it rocking and rolling. All right, guys, I I think let, let's do crypto stocks. All right, let, let, let's no, actually, I'm going to save these for after our guest. We're, we're going to do chat challenge. All right, we, we, we have chat challenge, crypto guest, altcoin specifically, and we, we have a crypto stock deep dive. I think let's open it up with the chat challenge since our guest is going to be joining us in just a second here. If you guys don't know what the chat challenge is, producer Rohan, has a special video for us that, that will explain it for you. Zinger Nation is going head to head to head to head to head every single week. What is the best performing stock of the week? All right, guys, you know that this is the trade idea show, right? We we, we are only here if we're generating trade ideas. If, 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 if trade ideas are not getting going, whether it's by myself, the community, our guests, Jason, etc., we are all wasting our times. One of the things that we do every single week to, to get these ideas flowing is we do what we call our chat challenge. It's a weekly contest uh, where, where members of Zinger Nation of the community are typing in uh, a, a stock that meets a theme. I just put the link in the chat. Uh, we're going to go name. We're going to go stock. All right. Th- this week, we're keeping it basic. We didn't do the chat challenge last week, so, so we got to go back to our roots. The question of the week is best performing stock of the week. All right. The only rule is the stock has to be 50 cents or above. That'll be our cutoff. 50 cents or above. We're going for best stock of the week. No problemo. All right. No problemo. There's Arnold coming in for us. Um, 
We're going to be checking this this every single day, guys. You you click into the Google Sheet. It, it's it's in the YouTube chat. You've got one column, column A for your name, column B for the stock. I see the first person's already getting it wrong. Again, column A is the name, B is the stock. Scroll down. Don't write over each other, okay? Let's get the, the these guesses in here. Let's go. We, we've got 30 seconds on the clock. Again, guys, I'm going to keep dropping the link in there. Even if you don't have a stock that you're highly convicted in, just put it in, okay? It, it, it makes it more fun. Uh, young Investor, shout out Young Investor, uh, you know, h- hanging out. Uh, Internet Enforcers hanging out. All right, all right. We, we've got some people putting their tickers in the chat. Don't do that. Put it on the spreadsheet. Because, again, every single day this week, we have five days this week that we're going to be running this show. Every single day, we're going to be checking in, figuring out who's ahead, who's behind, who in the community can we trust? Who in the community can we not trust? You know, we say, "Oh hell no!" Yeah, there's there's some of you that drop stocks, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Okay, like that CELH a little bit. Just saying. I would also love for CELH Celsius to sponsor the show. You know, it would it would help me cut down on my energy drink costs. Somebody's throwing Ford in there. Uh, Tattooed Chef, GameStop, Roblox. Let's look at GameStop really quick while, while the guesses are still flowing. We haven't looked at GameStop, GameStop in a minute. 170, it's holding out. All right, let me ask you guys this. Are you guys surprised that GameStop has just been holding out here? I have been. I, I would have expected this thing to, to either be ripping or, or plummeting at, pretty much at any given time. I mean, I mean, we're into several weeks where this stock has just been going sideways. I mean, since, let's see, the end of February. So, so what is that, six, seven weeks that, that this thing has just been hanging out, going sideways? The, it, it, if that surprises you guys, drop the one in the chat. If not, drop the two. I'm curious. That surprises the hell out of me. Um, I actually sort of want GameStop to pull back because I want to sell puts against the thing. I, I, I think that there's upside in the stock. I, th- I think hopping in at 170 is a little bit risky. I'm on the sidelines right now. Um, but I think the thing is definitely interesting. All right. And, and everybody's saying that they're surprised that GameStop has just been going sideways, except for Young Investor. He's saying he's not surprised. Yeah, young Investor, if you want to come on the stream and make your case as to why you're not surprised that GameStop has just been hanging out in the middle and going sideways, the, the link is open. You're, you're, you're welcome to come on. You don't have to. No pressure. Um, but I am sort of curious about that. Let's go check in on our chat challenge. Um, let's see here. How are we looking? All right. We're getting some guesses in there. There's a lot of interesting stocks, stocks that I don't know. Okay. All right, guys, you, you have you have 20 seconds. If you have not put your guess in yet, I'm going to drop the link in the YouTube chat one last time. Again, this is the chat challenge. This is Zinger Nation going head to head to head. If you want to participate, because we're going to check in every day. You want to subscribe, right? If you're just watching the show, you got to subscribe. So that way you know, um, you know how you're faring. Starting price. We're locking in the starting prices now. Quick little Google Sheets trick, right? Watch this. Google finance finance we're going to type that in uh we're going to select the stock and we're going to type price boom check this out we have our stock prices all right stock prices are loading in i'm locking them in guys there you go is that the last one 
All right. There we have it. Stock prices, Google Finance API trick. I mean, we really deliver a lot on this show. Boom. Price is locked in. That's the chat challenge. I'm switching the link from, from edit to view. Ready? Anybody can edit. Anybody can view. Your answers are locked in. You cannot go delete other people's guesses. Again, every day we are going into this thing. We're going to be checking it. We're, we're going to be figuring out who's ahead, who's behind, what the hottest stocks are out there. Um, and, and, you know, maybe we'll have a winner. All right. I see producer AB is hanging out backstage. What's up, sir? Did yeah, you I don't make know. a guess for the chat challenge? I don't know where Matt Wallace is. I'm just pinging him right now because he was supposed to come on six minutes ago. Um, maybe well, he's too busy. Right. Maybe he's too busy scalping some Doge. But we have another special guest here. We've got another special guest. All right, guys. If, if you're just joining us, you're watching the Power Hour, the Trade Idea Show. Like the stream. Share the stream. Uh, we've we've already had one, two, three, four stock pitches today. We talked about how we're playing Ford, CarParts.com, CCIV, CELH. And we've done a chat challenge all in the past half an hour. Uh, coming up next, we're about to have young investor on the stream, a favorite of the community of the chat, uh, to talk about GameStop for a second. We might get into it a little bit on GameStop. Uh, and then I want to do a, a little bit of a deep dive into some of these crypto stocks. All right. That's the move. That's what we're doing, guys. H hit the like, share the stream, but let's bring young investor on here. This is an impromptu visit, but we're still going to play the nice little special guest video for him. Hello, Mr. Zach. What is up in your world? Hello. Can you hear me all right? Loud and clear. Brilliant. So I'll tell you what, seeing as I'm here, I'll tell you a quick thing about GameStop. All right, wait, wait. But, but before we get into it, can you just, just give your background a little bit for, for anybody who, who's not familiar with who you are? Yes, I'm a 13-year-old stock market investor based here in the rainy United Kingdom. And yeah, I've been investing in stocks for almost one year now, I think it is. You know, I've mainly focused on the small cap sector. I've my, you know... Most of my companies are under that $10 billion market cap. And now, seeing as I'm here, I was thinking, why don't I talk a quick thing about GME and then tell you about a crypto stock, um, you know, seeing as you're going to talk about it next. All the right. GameStop... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. So GameStop, you know, I'm, I've not done a huge amount of research into the stock, but I mean, I think the thing with GameStop was you had all the hype, you know, back in when you were fighting against the shorts, now, I'm surprised the stock's held up this well at 170, I think, on trading sideways. Honestly, when we saw Volkswagen back in 2008, 2009, they went like to something like over $1,000 um, in 2000, I think maybe 2009, 2011. So they went over 1,000 and basically came right back down after it. You know, GameStop have had really no media attraction, no huge attraction on any of the main sites right now. So I think it's pretty phenomenal that stock's held up this well. There's been so much, you know, incense hodling. A lot of people obviously loyal towards the stock. I mean, the only thing I can think about what game, if I was ever going to buy GameStop, you know, the one thing which I think they've got potential to do is I think GameStop have a huge amount of potential to be able to create this VR experience, you know, a little thought I have. You know, they, they should revamp all the stores, you know, spend all the cash and basically allow there to be some sort of VR experience so you can go into one of the GameStop stores. You know, you're not just there to buy the game, you're there to test out all the different games in VR. Do something to do something with VR, in my opinion. I think that's the next big thing. I think a GameStop can really incorporate that. I mean, I think I was watching something a few months back. Toys R Us 
uh, just before COVID opened, the three stores to try and make a comeback. And they're trying to all go through the whole kind of thing where you're trying to test out the toys now. And I think you can really convert that into GameStop, testing out those games virtually, you know, using VR. And I think that's the only thing I um, GameStop has potential for, in my opinion. I think, as I said, I'm really surprised the stock has held up this well. Okay, I thought you said you weren't surprised. Are, are, yeah, are, 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 are you not surprised that it's normalized? Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to normalize anyway. I mean, the stock always has had a bit of hype. I mean, look at back when Robinhood, I think they shut down GME trading stock, went down about 30%, immediately rebounds. And there's a lot of loyal hodlers. I mean, you've got all your WSB folks. Um, I think you've got a lot of people just loyal to stock who've been in early. Some people have a bit really got, I'd say, screwed on it, you know, they're down the ton, but they're kind of just holding it for the fun, you know, for the, for the, for the you know, attraction and being able to have this stock, which, you know, in a sense, it's kind of part of internet history now. It's one of the main forces. The first stock, which actually had a significant market cap in the billions, and WSB actually moved. But yeah, I think it's always obvious that it's going to kind of stabilize. But honestly, I thought it was going to stabilize around 40, but then you had the big bounce. All the way back up into the hundreds. Honestly, as I said, I think it's all VR. If GameStop can do anything, incorporating virtual reality. And, and, and are you in it right now or no? No, I've never been in GameStop. I'm. I think I took a super small position back in the hype, like less than one percent, just for the fun. But yeah, I think GameStop's detached from the fundamentals. I think everyone knows that. I think right now it's just attached to Wall Street bets. I mean, as long as you know nothing happens to WSB, I think GameStop. It should hold up. Um, I don't think it'll hold up forever. I don't think five years down the road, who knows what happens with the stock. But right now, it seems to have some good support lines and yet resistance. So, 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 like in the spirit of trade ideas, which is what this show is about, I almost like selling puts against this thing as a way to get synthetically long it. I mean, so, so the stock's at one seventy right now. You can go out. I mean, this is looking at weeklies in June. We should probably be looking at the monthlies, but I just pulled up the weeklies really quick. I'm not logged into my brokerage account. But you can sell the the 135 June uh, uh, puts for basically 15 bucks, which means your break even is, is 120 bucks. Um, and it's not a whole ton of time. Let's see, we're, we're talking a month basically. So, so, so if the stock holds up for a month, you know, you're, you've got your profit of, of $1,350 or yeah, sorry, I'm looking at the strike, not the price. So your profit of $1,373 if the stock holds above 135 over the next month. Worst case scenario, you're getting into the stock at, at 120. Could it plummet, drop into the 40s or the 80s? It could, right? Obviously you're in some deep trouble if that happens. Um, but but I do think that that it's sort of interesting to sell the puts on this thing. Yeah, I might be I, doing that later this week. Opinions yeah, on that? I, yeah, I kind of think the stock remains flat. So as long as it does, you should be near the money. I don't know. It seems to hold up for such a long time now. I mean, we're in the midst of a growth stock correction. You know, you'd expect game stocks to be beaten down more more hard. So unless something really drastic happens, I don't see anything wrong with doing the put. I don't think the thing's going to crash anytime soon. I think there's any kind of signals that it would, unless something drastic happened in the market. But do you want me to provide you guys with a new trade idea to do a cryptocurrency? All right. Hit it, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it. This is the trade idea show. Let's hear yeah. it. You said you were going to talk about crypto stocks. I mean, I saw in that spreadsheet you had that somebody's already put it down. Clean Spark. It's been on the show multiple times before. Ticker CLSK. So this is a company which has been beaten down recently. 
this company used to be all apart. They're called microgrids. So microgrids means that you start taking power from the grid and you're able to store up the power and then you'll do, you're able to arbitrage against the grid. And let's say the main power grid goes down your, your you know, your shop, your, let's say you do Bitcoin mining, for example, like Clean Smart are doing right now. You can carry on having that, let's say, Bitcoin mined because of the microgrids. Recently, in the last few months, they expanded into Bitcoin and mining. They brought they brought a brand new Bitcoin miner with a few Bitcoin minings. Now they're really pumping the money into it. They did, a, I think it was around $150, $200 million raise to the capital markets around 22. The stock's been beaten down since then. The company's got around $150 million in cash, $480 million market cap. They're profitable. And they said they expect to get to around nine Bitcoins a day. That's from when I last calculated that, I think, 46, if I can remember. That's about $140, $160 million in revenue. If they get to nine Bitcoins around the end of 2021, and the company's valued less, around $488 million right now. And then the company has also got $150 million in cash on top of that. All right, this is a favorite of the chat. How much cash? You said 120 million in cash they have. 150, 150 lost. So much. So they have 150 million of cash. Market cap per my trusty Benzinga Pro here is showing 130 or 730 million. I mean, that's a lot of cash to have. Yeah. I mean, All right, this one is sort of interesting. I was not a Clean Spark lover. I'll admit, when Clean Spark was way up there. But, but now that it's down to that $700 million market cap, they have $150 million of cash. I mean, if you do the quick math and back that out, then, then that's only $600 million in market cap. For how much revenue do you say they're going to do this year? Um, so I'd expect in revenue, they make close to around eighty to $100 million. But once they can get the Bitcoin mining to that nine Bitcoins a day, then at around 40, 46000 staying flat. Then you're at around $140, $160 million. I mean, there's a thing I was on a minute ago, which provides live every one minute the the market cap updates, it's called Asset Dash, and they're the company right now is worth around the four hundred and eighty-eight million dollars. Last time I checked, about an hour ago, so a four hundred eighty-eight million dollar company, one hundred fifty million in in cash, and you know it's not this kind of thing where let's say some let's say for an example, it's a bankruptcy sale. At the end of the day, that one hundred fifty million in cash isn't going to turn into one hundred ten eighty. It's actual cash on this in in the balance right now, which they can go out and spend. And they've got around $8.9 million in liabilities. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, all right. Basically pay off all their liabilities today. They only make a dent in the amount of cash they have. All right. I'm going to throw this one out to Zinger Nation, guys. Young investor coming on impromptu last minute. We we were having a disagreement about GameStop. So he said, I'm going to pop on and and talk about it. We're actually more on the same page than I thought. So so I'm glad we could clear the air, young investor, but I wouldn't want there to be animosity between us. Um, but all right, clean, smart guys, one in the chat. If you like it two, if you don't smash that, like share the stream that that's what this is about. All right. We're, we're, we're getting a lot of ideas flowing today. So, so we we've now talked about, let's see, Celsius, CCIV, carparts.com, clean spark, Ford, GameStop, and, and we've got more ideas to come young investor. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us, especially on such a last minute basis. And the chat loves that clean spark pick and smash the like button folks. All right. I like it. I like it. Boom. All right, guys. If you are just joining us, you are joining the Power Hour, the show at the airborne. The show where we get the ideas going, right? That's what we're trying to do all day, every day. We are trying to bring the ideas uh, ahead of us. Uh, I still want to do a deep dive into these crypto stocks. 
Um, so, so we might be taking a look at a handful of those. But before we get to that, we, we have our crypto, our altcoin expert himself, Matt Wallace, who's going to be joining us in just a second here. Uh, it's been a hot market, so let's bring him on. All right, Matt, what is going on, man? How are you doing? Welcome back to the Power Hour. I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. You've got like the best setup of any guest that we have. So we <laughs> always appreciate that. Um, but oh, and I see Jason's popping on too. What's up, Mr. Jason? What up? What up? What up? We're 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 having a jam-packed day. Oh, it's Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh came on. Yes, yep. he's here. Okay. All right. All right. I got I got worried that something was wrong, but he's here, Mr. Dogecoin. Mr. Dogecoin, I like that. Yeah, All right, so so where are you at with the Doge market? Yeah. So right now, Dogecoin is at a place where it still has a ton of room to grow. We see Elon Musk working with the Dogecoin devs behind the scenes. A ton is happening with that. I've been talking with the Dogecoin devs. They're working on integrations, making Dogecoin faster, potentially making the block time different. They may switch over to POS system from POW system right now. So there's a ton of things coming with Doge. The price right now at 50 cents, the market cap of $50 billion. It has a ton of room to continue to grow up way higher than it's been. It's already been to 75 cents before, and it can do that again very easily. So so, so POS versus POW, for, for anybody out there who doesn't know, which I'm one of those people who doesn't know, what, what does that mean? What does that do for us? So basically, that's just, I mean, it's definitely something you should look at more in detail on your own because it's kind of hard to explain it. But basically, okay. it's just a system that the mining and the operations go through. So proof of work versus proof of stake, you're seeing a lot of different cryptocurrencies that are trying to move from proof of work to proof of stake because it basically makes it makes the entire system work better. You don't have to worry as much about higher fees. There's a lot to it, probably more than I can explain right now. Okay. All right, so so we got to do our own research, um, and and let me ask you this: altcoins in general. I mean, the market's been red hot. Um, I mean, is is this like a fad? Is this here to stay? Are, are too many of them becoming red hot and, and blowing up? Any, any thoughts there? So the market cap in total of crypto has gone from around two point five trillion to now around two trillion. So we have seen a pretty big pullback altogether from that. But the market cap of gold right now. Is approximately 10 trillion still. And it looks like it's been going and continuing to grow a little bit, even in the last few months, even with cryptocurrency doing so well. So gold has proven that's possible for cryptocurrency to do a very similar thing. Cryptocurrency better in almost every single way than gold. It has the same store value advantage. Wait, wait, it's not nearly as cool for oh, like cool. having oh, a gold bar. I, I mean, mean it yeah, is yeah, cool. Okay. That. Technologically, it's cool. But I would love to own a gold bar. I don't, but I think that that would be neat. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't, it's hard to argue with that. You can either have a, a, a chunk of gold or you can have a, a Bitcoin. Which one do you want? I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe the chunk of gold, I guess, is a pretty good option, but you can't spend it though. So, but yeah, the, the point I was making though, just to kind of bring the home, it's about 2 trillion, now 10 trillion. We should be able to see the market cap of cryptocurrency go up by a, a magnitude of five times and then continue going from there because it's way easier to buy. If you go and look, where can I buy gold? You look online, it's kind of hard to find a good place. You have to worry about this price and that price if someone's ripping you off. Most people are ripping you off when it comes to gold. With crypto, you don't really have to worry about that. The price is going to be the same wherever you buy it and you can buy it in 10 minutes in your underwear sitting at home, which you can't do very easily with gold. I mean, there are some ways, but just it's not as easy. Okay. 
Um, and and then uh, altcoins in general. I mean, you you do a deep dive. You 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 run a Patreon. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but but you do a deep dive on on some of these altcoins. You you have a, a great track record. Are there any that are on your radar right now that we should be aware of? So there's a few I've been looking at. One of them is Elrond. Elrond right now has one of the best chains in all of cryptocurrency and i think it has a ton of room to continue to go way 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 higher than it is right now so definitely elrond is one i would take a look at and 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 what does it do or how far along in the move are we can can you go any more detail about it yeah so basically it's just has really low fees it has the ability to integrate a lot of different smart contracts with it we're gonna see elrond i think taking a, a pretty big share of the smaller market cap cryptocurrencies when it comes to the money going into it. Okay. Awesome. And look at that. Boom. We have your oh, YouTube nice. channel up there on the screen. Another place to stay in touch. Uh, all right. So, so Elrond and, and, and let me ask you one more question and we'll, and we'll let you get back to it. But, but, but last question is last time you were on, you, you gave us sort of a, a set of criteria for people looking to do their own research on some of these altcoins. Could, could you just walk us through a couple of these characteristics? Because there are so many out there. I get a ton of questions of people asking, hey, how do I know what's legit? How do I know what's interesting? What's not? I don't know the, the right answer to give them. So, so if you could talk us through that again, that would be really helpful. Yeah, for sure. So the, one of the first ones to look at is you can go to coinmarketcap.com. You can see what the current market cap is. How big is it? Is it a billion? Is it 10 billion? You can look at that and you can kind of compare that to how many people are talking about it on social media. So go to Twitter, go look at um, Lunar Crush, which is a great source on Twitter. If you go to Lunar Crush, you can see the top 10 cryptos of the week in terms of how many people are searching for it. And so you can look at that, then you can combine that with its current market cap and start to get an idea of which ones still have room to grow. That's one important thing to do. You can also look at the amount of transactions, the transaction fee, and all of that can be done pretty easily on Coindesk. Okay. And and, and, and let, let me ask you one more out of the chat. Chat favorite, we've been hearing about this one for a while, Cardano, any opinions there? So I think Cardano definitely has a lot of potential. I think what Cardano, what Charles Hoskinson should do is reach out to the Dogecoin developers and really get some tips on how to make it better. I think he needs just some people with more experience to kind of give him an upper hand there, give him an advantage on what he needs to do moving Cardano forward. It was great to see Charles actually came on and basically talked about how Elon Musk has some of the smartest engineers in the world that are currently working with the Dogecoin devs. So it's great to see Charles talking about some very positive things with Dogecoin there. And I would love to definitely see Charles reach out to Dogecoin devs and get some help there. Boom. All right. And can we can get you... one to the moon from you? Of course. Right. You have a question first? Yeah. Do you use any exchanges um, like Coinbase or do you have your own wallet? What do you do? Yeah, so I use a combination of Coinbase. I, I use Coinbase not very much. I use mostly Crypto.com. I do have Robinhood. I use Binance US. Those are the three that have the majority of my money in. I also use Kraken. I have Coinbase Pro. So there's a lot of different options. I would say probably the best one for beginners to be looking at is either Webull or or a Robinhood, just simply because the interface is so easy to use. It's relatively easy to set up. You don't have to worry too much yeah. about problems. Then for more advanced trading, you can look at crypto.com app. You can look at Binance US. Those are two that are a little bit more advanced, give you more staking options, or actually just staking op options in general, because you don't get those on Webull and uh, Robinhood. Yeah, I hear you. Now, I use Voyager too. Have you heard of Voyager? I have. I do not currently use it, but I have heard a lot of people talking very positively about it. 
Yeah, you use it. I like your little lights in the background. It's cool. Um, right. Yep. Now let's get let's 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 hear it. to the moon. <laughs> of course, to the moon. That was good. You're popular. You got to come on more, man. You, you're good. You know your shit. Um, and I, I just followed that Twitter account too. That Lucid, whatever you said, Luc Lunar Crush. Lunar Crush, yes, definitely. I, I've been talking to them too. I, what I want them to do is actually make it to where they can have exchanges on there because they they'll show the rankings of crypto, but they won't show it by exchange. I think it'll be easier if people can just look it up by exchange. So yeah, I'm trying to get them to make it even better, but they're already pretty dang good as it is. Well, if you have any if you have any suggestions for us, what you what we should do or anything like that, tell us too. We uh, we have a lot of developers. And they need work, so love love to hear your feedback. Yeah, for sure. And I've, I've been enjoying your articles lately. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, we're trying to improve it. If you know of any good writers or people that you think would be good to write about, it, let us know too, and uh, we'll make it worth your while. So, thank you, Matthew Wallace, for coming on the Power Hour today, man. You are the man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Have a good day, man. Peace you out. Too. Bye, guys. Matthew Wallace. This guy knows crypto knows Doge. I mean, you heard it. You heard it. This guy know, knows it all. He's been in the space for a while, 200,000 plus followers Twitter on Twitter. You know, um, that's the story. So we got we got two, four minutes before our next show at one o'clock. We don't stop. I know Spencer Israel wants us to stop. I don't believe, um, you know, it's an, a good idea to stop. Just not. That's just who I am. I just don't believe in stopping. I believe in going, 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 going. My hair is messed up. I may get a haircut today, boys. So, um, but I got to say a couple of things. We got some stocks moving up in the portfolio. FGF. I think Steve Delaney, I should go all day. I think I should pontificate. I should go all day. I should do like what Dave Portnoy did, you know, back in the day. Just talk and not always make a trade, but... Um, you know, if your account is up in the last three weeks, I want to send you a, a surprise because that's impressive. Um, I definitely sold down my Tesla, but like, look at some of the trades that I have up. I told you guys, ST, let me share my screen. Let me share the Raz screen. Hold on, 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 hold on. Do, 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 do. Hold on. Can you guys hold? Yes, you can. I don't want to get one of those violations copyright, so I make up my own songs. That's what I do because I'm just a little old piece of poo. Well, that was weird. Who is taking my screen over? I need to share my screen. Don't be taking it over. I know Aaron Bree just woke up. Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought I got to be in Compton soon. Got to get started before the day begins, before my mom starts bitching about my friends. Boom. I don't know the rest of it. Um, or I can do some easy E if you'd like. Oh, that was easy maybe. Okay. Here we go, guys. So I, uh, I need to make it bigger because it's not big enough. All right. Here we go. So... Still not big enough. All right. Now it's big enough. So FGF, you guys know, I've been buying for a while. I sold a little bit because um, just trimming stuff down. But here's where we're at. Um, oh, yeah. I spit bars all day. Come on. Um, you want me to give me some M&M? So about Stan. I mean, I know a lot of music, guys. But hold on. So STKS. 
We're doing good on that one. I told you guys to buy that hand over fist. We're up 45%. Um, yep, Internet Enforcers is going to do a daily wrap-up video the other day or have one of the team members. Internet Enforcers is basically the director of growth. Everything you've seen the last three, four weeks on the channels, Internet Enforcers has had input on. So he's trying to make stuff happen, and hopefully you'll see more. If, you, if anyone else thinks they can make an impact, join join the fight to, to uh, join the crusade to make CNBC look like a small company. And Cal, you're welcome to join Internet Enforcers Crusade as well. Um, okay, so now let's go SDKS. I'm not selling anymore right now. Um, OS H A W H A Y W. I sold a bunch, not a bunch, but a decent amount because I have eleven thousand. I had twenty five thousand. Tap Molson. I sold a little bit. Maybe I make the screen smaller and then you could see better. Um, so those FGF. I'm not going to somewhere, but I'm going to bring on Kyle Seminera, the chairman of FGF and BTN. As you can see, those are some two large positions of mine. You know, U.S. Steel has worked out. API, I've gotten crushed on. Terrasen, that one has worked out. Um, so, I don't, I'm not going to challenge that misguided. And so, save, I, you know, these are the, my other stocks. You start seeing red. GAN, I had 2,000 shares. I made a big profit on GAN. I kept the rest. Um and I sold like at 30. I mean, I, I got out of most of the GAN. So, um, but my jet, my Jack, what's that guy's Jack? The, my metal plays, those are not doing well. I'll be, I'll just be honest. VISL, but six and 60, I'm still on the six, the six uh, crusade. So I don't think we're done. I don't think we're done. I think we have more trades. I did buy some shares today of six. I believe I did. Let's see. Let's see if I bought shares, but they executed. Hold on. Hold on, home gamers. Yeah, I bought shares of six. Wait, where is it? Yeah, I bought some shares of six. So my total cost on six is, or no, is nine ninety six hundred. So not not a big position yet. If it goes below 40, I'll buy some more shares. I'm hoping it goes below 40 tomorrow because I want to buy like at 39. That's what I'm looking for on six. Okay. Um, STKS has worked out. Um, yes, I was up nicely on API. I sold a, you know, a decent amount for profit, and I kept a little bit to be able to, to pay attention to the move, like when it moves. So I kept, look at it, I only have 6000 I had 25000 cost. So I was up a ton, and I kept a little bit to watch it. I need to do better with just getting rid of it all. So now that's it. I'm not going to sell those ones. Um, you know, um, Thank you, Internet Forces, for ripping me. I love it. Um, all right, so that's what I got with the portfolio stuff. What I am looking for is another trade to put on. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I'm looking for a couple trades. I'm bringing on some big hedge fund managers over the next two weeks, some big ones who are very, very, very smart. I'm bringing them on, and they're well-known guys. Or not that well-known, actually, but guys that just produce profits and Produce alpha every year. I'm bringing them on in the next two weeks, probably two of them this week, and they are gonna um, they are gonna help us make some some cheese. They know how to trade different markets. One was Brian. You guys know Brian gave me several of these stocks that are up. My guy who used to work for Tryon Nelson Peltz. So we are gonna be good. We're gonna we're going after it in a big way. So um, you guys got to stay tuned. 
you got to stay tuned for these next guests coming on that I have coming on. I'm bringing my hedge fund guys on. I'm digging in because I need some stocks. I need two stocks. Um, I need two stocks. And with that, with having said that, I'm bringing on the guys that I know that produce alpha, you know, um, time and time again. I just talked to uh, Kathy Wood. We could bring her back on um, if you want to do that. But um, before that, I'm also working on a golf trip. So we might do a golf outing. Uh, we, I need to, we might start a, a sign-up genius to see how many people are interested in the golf outing. Okay? But I know we have another show. Um, Aaron Jr., are you available? Yes, sir. How's it going? Another show? Yep. We got Get Technical with Neil starting okay. uh, right now. So we have a show called Get Technical with Neil. As always, if you're an E-Trade account or don't have an E-Trade account, send an email to E-Trade that you want Benzinga News. Um, put attention, Chris. Attention, Chris. Uh, that you want Benzinga News, then send an email to powerhour at benzinga.com and Aaron Thomas will send you swag. So include your size and location. So again, send attention, Chris, that you want Benzinga News on E-Trade and you'll open an account there or what have you. Send a screenshot of that to powerhour at benzinga.com with your name and town, address and size and Aaron will send you Benzinga swag. All right. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Um, a thing behind the thing, stock analysis. There's a lot. I will help with golf. Thank you, James. We are going to work this golf. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss anything. Thank you, Happy Muhammad. He's a good man. Internet Enforcers is a good man. Franklin Hills or Oakland Hills? No, I think we're going to be doing another one, but that's a surprise. I can't I can't say where yet at this point. So just need the number. Zinger Nation's all us. We're not one company, Benzinga. We're not a separate company. So that's why we're like, if you chime in with me, I, I, I throw you into the conversation with the people that are like fully employed here because you were all one. There's no like formal process here. And then if some people don't like that, then I don't know. All right. That's just how I do it. All right. Um, love you guys. Appreciate you guys. And I'm grateful for you guys. Shout out Zinger Nation. Stick around for Get Technical. We're breaking down all the hot stocks with technical analysis. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.